Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Our guest this morning has been a prominent figure in the Calgary art world for 30 years. Deborah Herringer Kiss started the Herringer Kiss Gallery in 2002 and prior to that was active in the visual arts community working for other galleries. Her passion to support Canadian artists is strong and she's been volunteering with the Art Dealers Association of Canada Marketing since 2008. Deborah joins us this morning to let us in on the business of art and how she supports Canadian artists. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning, Tara. Morning, morning. As Tara mentioned, you started your gallery 22 years ago. I and, did. Um, how, this, how did this industry change over the last 20 years? I'm sure there, it's not the same as 2002. Uh, it's not the same. Uh, we continue to, uh, as one dealer said to me when I was starting off, cultivate the garden. Uh, uh, so it is a small market here in Calgary, but it is super strong and very, very good. Uh, and so we just keep you know, cultivating those collectors, those connoisseurs, um, aesthetics. Uh, yeah, just really pushing a more contemporary mandate in the city. And how, so the, the involvement of galleries in terms of the, the gallery work of, of, of the industry, how did that evolve in the last 20 years? Uh, I think you see a lot more contemporary galleries. Uh, you see dealers really working hard to promote their, their uh, artists, not just in Calgary, but across Canada, um, to get beyond regionalism, which is a big issue for the Canadian art scene. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, just like I said, d- developing connoisseurs, really working with people one-on-one, developing those relationships um, and, uh, and working with them over many years. So you, you talk about one of the challenges, the regionalism. So go a little deeper into that. Why are we stuck? Well, it's a huge country. It's yeah. a very big country with uh, a small population. Uh, we have a lot of artists, but, um, you know, Torontonians support Toronto artists, Vancouverites support Vancouver artists. Mm-hmm. And so trying to crack any of that uh, can be really difficult and expensive in this country. Shipping's expensive, going to art fairs is expensive, marketing's expensive. So it can be tough because all galleries are small businesses. And and when you talk about uh, regionalism, is there a difference also in, in the art scene? Like there can be, there can be for sure. Calgary. Are we still stampede the art in Calgary, or are we developing into different uh, aspects of modern art? We most definitely are. Um, the stampede sort of vibe it is very dominant um, to people who are not in the art world. But if you you know step into the contemporary art scene here in Calgary at all, you quickly see that it is definitely on an international level. We have artists here that could show in any city in, in, in the world and be uh, respected for the, the quality. It's just getting it out there. <laughs> the reason I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have a chuckle is um, my wife is an artist. Okay. And she had solo three solo shows in New York, Florence, uh, I'm trying to remember where else. In Calgary, she cannot get a show. Right. So she had to create her own show. So how mm. how, how do local galleries support local artists? Uh, we you, you get to know them. You get to know the artists that uh, that. Um, first of all, you have to like that work. So I don't have anything in my gallery that I wouldn't have in my house. So that's my first check. 
is do I like it? Because I can't sell something I can't like. Um, and then do I like the artists? Are we going to be a, a good partnership together? Um, and then it's many, many years. Like all of my artists that I that I show, I've I've been working with for for years. Some of them straight out of uh, school, and I've developed them. One of them calls me his art mom. So. <laughs> I love that. That's great. That's a great compliment. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a relationship. It's a partnership um, that is meant to uh, last for many, many years. What do you look for in an artist? What is it that really grabs you from art? or the artist? Uh, A unique vision and a work ethic, uh, a definite passion, just to know that this isn't something that, you know, is is the fad of the day, that they're committed to this as a career. Um, I I definitely look for education, so they have to at least have their BFA. Most of my artists have their MFA. Some even have their PhDs. So they're very committed to this lifestyle, and you have to be because it's not an easy lifestyle. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you have your bachelor's degree in art art history. You studied interior design at Ryerson. What uh, about art got you into this as a career? Oh, it came about it um, sort of um, in a roundabout way for sure, uh, thinking that I couldn't make a career out of the arts, which is why I studied interior design for a year. Mm. Um, and I decided that I didn't care for that. Um, I grew up with an artist mom. I grew up with art books around the house. Um, and I would spend the weekends pouring through these books and going to museums and galleries with my mom. So, um, you know, being an art dealer was a dream that was too big. I, you know, grew up in Leduc, Alberta. And so thinking I'm going to grow up and be an art dealer and have my own gallery was not even on the radar. So it eventually came about where I got a job in a gallery and just worked my way up. Are you an artist as well? No. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's a great question. That's a great question. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll let me elaborate for yeah. a second. So my wife is an artist and mm-hmm. she does contemporary, very modern art. And one day she said to me, I'm frustrated in Calgary. I want to open my own gallery. I said, okay. So I toured her Inglewood, Kensington, all the trendy spaces and then and being an artist she has no clue about numbers and financing and and i go okay so this is what you have to do this is a rent this is salary for and she goes so when 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 will i paint i said you said you want a gallery (laughs) so make a decision which one you want you want to be an artist or you want to have a gallery because it doesn't work together and, and that's a very good question, uh, uh, Tara, because, you know, you have to have people that understand numbers to help them sell and their stuff. I w- will be the first to say I'm not a numbers person per se. That is something numbers that I've worked sales, sales, <laughs> yes. sales person, yeah. sales I actually did take some business management courses yeah. through continuing ed at UFC just so that I could. Um, but I have an engineer husband who's very good with numbers. <laughs> I remember early days him saying to me, you know, you might have to sell the occasional Western bronze just to be able to pay for the rent and i said well then i'm not doing it yeah <laughs> so uh, that that's, leads me to my next question because uh, your gallery is a contemporary art it gallery. is and 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 calgary is still behind on the contemporary so who is your target audience who is your customer base is it local is it uh, as you said you're trying to get to uh, you know beyond the borders of uh, calgary it is uh, predominantly local um there is uh, there are quite a few collectors locally of contemporary art. They still tend to be sometimes a bit decorative. They're matching 
um, with their decor and that sort of thing. And luckily, decor and contemporary art right now um, work together. It hasn't always been the case with design, but um, it is right now. But a lot of the very serious collectors are uh, in Toronto and out east, and so you work hard to develop those relationships with them um, and with your shipper (laughs) to get the art out of Calgary. So now, did you start along that path of wanting to be an artist and then flipped into being an an owner, or how did that work? I um, was... I had no idea what to study at university. Um, I had good grades. I wanted to do a university degree, but I didn't want to be a nurse or a teacher. Uh, so what does a woman do? Um, <laughs> sales. And, <laughs> sales. So I discovered a calendar, and I realized I could study art history. And my parents, luckily, were supportive of it as a first degree. But then my father said, you know, you're going to have to study something that will help you land a job after that. So I really went into art history for the passion. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then just through life's journey, figured out that I could have a career uh, as a as an art not necessarily as an art historian, but as a, as an art dealer. Tell me about. We only have a minute left, but tell me about that very first night when you opened your gallery, <laughs> and you were sitting in your very own space in your own art gallery. Oh, it was it was fantastic. Uh, you know, we've moved four or five times now, so we started small. Um, but the first opening was packed, and I would just remember being so shocked. All these people came out <laughs> for the opening of my gallery, like it was a it was a big big scene, and I I, I didn't expect that kind of a turnout right away. Everyone was so curious about what I was going to do because I had worked for another gallery previously, so um, I had a little bit of a reputation. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty sweet. <laughs> Amazing. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Deborah Herringer Kiss is with us this morning, the owner of the Herringer Kiss Gallery. And uh, we just want to take a quick moment to thank our sponsor for Calgary Next, Calgary Economic Development. Thank you for their support. And we'll be right back after this. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Our guest this morning is Deborah Herringer Kiss, the owner of Herringer Kiss Gallery. So, Deborah, um, one question I have in regards to your gallery, because you mentioned that now we ha- we see more and more galleries in Calgary, more and more that are dealing with contemporary and not just horses and cows and mountains <laughs> uh, and rivers. Um, so, how do you differentiate yourself, your gallery, from others? Well, um, firstly, I would like to say I'm now the president of the Art Dealer Association of Canada. I am the first president from Alberta in the history of the organization, which has been around since 1966. Congratulations. Congratulations. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But we have nine ADAC members here in Calgary. And to become a member, like you, there's certain qualifications, uh, very... um, that can be challenging. So uh, to, to become a member, you really are one of the top galleries in the country. Um, and you're recognized by and respected by your peers. Um, so to have nine in a city the size of Calgary is incredible. 
Um, I've actually organized a number of ADAC Calgary art walks. So it's just of the nine members and people can go around and see what differentiates these galleries um, in terms of the quality, in terms of connoisseurship um, uh, and ethics, uh, respectability. So, um, yeah, it's... So still being the president now and to be the CEO of your, yeah, your okay. gallery, and your, how do you differentiate yourself? Um, well, everyone calls us the friendly gallery, um, for sure. We work with people. Um, we say hello and 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 greet everybody that's in the gal that comes into the gallery, which you don't always get. Um, we always make sure we stop whatever we're doing and greet people, chat with them about the show, walk them through, give private tours. So really building those relationships with uh, with new and established collectors alike. Uh, how big of a staff do you have? Uh, not very big. Uh, I've got one assistant. At this, at right now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you, I mean, it must be important for you then to establish that culture, right? Like, how do you make sure that anybody who's working at your gallery um, instills those, also has those values that you have that are so important to be that friendly gallery? Yeah, hiring is super important. And uh, everyone that I've ever had working with me is lovely. They just are very passionate about the art. Um, they are great with people. That's number one. Um, <laughs> obviously, math skills is not high on the list, but being able to chat with people about the work, um, understanding uh, how to talk about contemporary artwork, and, and just having patience and, and, uh, and realizing that the customer in the gallery is the most important person at that moment. We're at the beginning of 2024. Yes. Uh, how do you keep... Uh, relevant in the industry what what do you what are you looking for in 2024 and what should we as customers look for 2024 in the art scene oh good question um new ideas uh new mediums um there's lots of things um that i'm looking forward to in 2024 in terms of exhibitions in calgary including um a show a retrospective at the nickel gallery with harry Cayuca. harry Cayuca was one of my artists who passed away in 2022 at the age of 93 um so that show will span 70 years of art making um it's pretty incredible because he was born in calgary in 1928 um a Japanese-Canadian whose family was interned into a farm in northern Alberta. He ended up going into foster care. Um, but he also uh, received four degrees by the time he was 30 <laughs> and went on to teach at the U of C. So I'm very excited for that show and for people to learn about the history of Calgary through his perspective. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also excited about the Exposure Fo uh, Photography Festival that happens every February in Calgary. It's Calgary, Banff and Canmore actually. So anyone who wants to learn more about photography can get out. There's exhibitions everywhere. Um, also the Art Dealers Association of Canada is having a national gallery hop in, in at the end of April, April 28th to the 20th or 25th to the, the 28th. Um, and then also uh, Contemporary Calgary is always a really great venue to learn more about art. And they are having their annual Look Gala on May 25th. And this year the theme is Dadaism, which was a real protest art movement in, in uh, contemporary and modern art. So this, uh, this Dada ball will 
will most likely be quite a riot. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We saw pictures from the last uh, the last gala. It looks like it's a really beautiful space to have a, yeah, I already, an event. Yeah, I already got the save the date. Uh, yeah, yes. oh, very good. From David. Yes, <laughs> very good, very good. There's so many venues and so many great events that people can attend and learn about the art world uh, and the local art scene just by by showing up and absorbing some of that culture. We're with Deborah Herringer Kiss, the owner of the Herringer Kiss Gallery. Uh, before the break, you were talking about how you like to coach young artists, and one of your artists calls you his art mom. <laughs> uh, how do you, what's your approach with young artists getting into this? I mean, there are lots of lows and highs as uh, starting out, somebody just starting out in this industry. How do you get them through? Well, you the first thing is to is uh, to set their expectations to a realistic level. Like you know, uh, many will graduate from art school and think they're going to be an art star within the year. Um, so it is it is a hard life. It is a grind. It is twenty four seven. They need to be really committed. Um, I'm not necessarily that easy on them. I am really tough on their language, their writing skills, the quality of their work. I will not take something if it's got a flaw in it or if it's not quite up to snuff um so that continual feedback from me helps them develop and helps them develop a thicker skin too because Mm. it can be very very personal to them and they have to realize that it's someone selecting a piece of art is not necessarily personal to them Right. right so if they don't like your piece you take it hard but you can't so do they seek you out or do you seek them out how does this relationship start uh, for the most part, they seek me out. Um, I always tell young artists that you need to know what the art scene, who's in the art scene. You need to go out, you need to go to openings, you need to meet the dealers, um, be in front of them, let them get to know you and see you regularly. When I get a submission from someone who I have no idea who they are, I'm not thinking this person's committed to, to this life and to the, to the art world. You know, if you don't ever show up at any of the contemporary art galleries, how do you expect to be part of this this scene so really um i'm looking for people that i've seen out and that i know are committed and they are you know part of this world one of the things i've noticed in art and uh, you know before i I was married uh, i didn't care much about that um, is that uh, the value goes up when they die and, uh, and, and <laughs> since I, I since I love my wife and I want to stay alive, oh, no. <laughs> I'm scared about where this is going. <laughs> how do we change? How do we change that? <laughs> uh, she just sent her. Uh, we, we, she sent her second piece to a collector in San Francisco, and I say, "Why so cheap? He's a collector. Let's get the price higher." And I said, "I don't want to kill you to get the price higher, but how do you change that and ma- and make uh, that a kind of a different uh, formula?" Pricing is is a formula, and it is based on uh, their education, the galleries that represent them, the collections that they're in, the shows they've had not just with commercial galleries but institution galleries. So if they've had museum shows, their prices will go up. Um, and, and who is collecting their work? Is it institutions? I told her she sells it too cheap. <laughs> it could be. You know, it's uh, supply and demand as well. So if an artist is sitting on a huge reserve of works, then it's not too cheap. 
<laughs> no, it's cheap because, uh, you know, when, when someone buys the second or third piece from you, that means that they follow you and they like yeah. your work. Yeah, so. and it's time for a price increase, absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> but you bring up a good point, though, about, I know we only have about a minute left. A lot of people think that you have to spend thousands of dollars to have good art on your wall. Is that the case? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> David. Yes. Okay, let's take Zohar, your wife, out of this conversation. Uh, no, you can, um, you know, it's more speculative, of course, to, to um, uh, collect an emerging artist, but it can also be super rewarding. Um, and I would just, quality matters more than price. Yeah. Um, and if they're being supported by a well-respected dealer, you're going to do pretty good. Buying a piece mm. from an or you can go artist. to Michael's and buy. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God! <laughs> <laughs> yes, sacrilege. Yes, yeah. uh, Deborah. Thank you so much for coming in this oh, morning. Thanks for having me. Appreciate thank it, you. Deborah Herringer Kiss, the owner of the Herringer Kiss Gallery. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges.